Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they do that. They literally get right here. All right, y'all, I am here. Y'all know I don't like to let y'all go longer than two weeks without saying a little something, something. So it is August 7th, 2018, Tell the Truth Tuesday, and the show is called The Calling. And I was actually traveling with my family, and so I I told you guys that over the summer, because I have so many things that are going on that – you know, I, I never I, – I stopped setting a set time that I have the show. If you go back, you know, and, and what you guys maybe don't know is that on the 11th, my show is actually four years old. And um, I remember that because, again, I tell you guys all the time that it was the minutes after uh, the report hit that Robin Williams had committed suicide. I had to go live on my show because I had been pumping it up. And August 11th, it, it's funny because I, you know, I told you guys about Raging Reiki, we did the Sip and Seize, and I was supposed to do the class um, on the 4th, but I ended up getting the studio then and getting all that stuff done, and I have a lot of stuff that needs to be brought over to the studio, which you guys can find me at, I believe it's 1201 Pine Avenue, which is the huge schoolhouse, it's the old Niagara Falls High School, uh, I am in room 422, which is why I never advertise the other room because the other room was just it was my studio but I wasn't doing anything in there and I was only there on the weekend so this is my actual studio and we're going to start moving in and getting things done so we've already went in there done a cleansing of course there was a very um, popular and well-known artist that was in there prior to me a painter and so I'm trying to make sure that I'm at least getting to you guys within every two weeks just because I know but you know that some of you guys listen uh, faithfully especially over in the UK and over in Thailand and I'm very appreciative of that and 
so I try to always do something just because I, I think about y'all and I'm like, oh, you know, not that you can't live without me, but sometimes I can't live without you and I don't want you guys coming for me like, bitch, where's the show? So I find myself in the summer trying to enjoy these moments with my son, who's 14, and we kind of, I, when I get on the show now, I have to go backwards. So it used to be that every week there was some shit popping off, there was something that was going on, something that I had to say, and then as I'm moving towards my purpose, which I'm always walking in my purpose, but maybe sometimes I zigzag that line, now I have less to say and more to do, if that makes sense. And so I got another show because I got the invitation to do, to do the other show on squeaker.com, which we decided that now we're going to call that Raging Reiki Radio, which basically is going to be live streamed, not visually, but you know, uh, you'll be able to hear what music I'm playing in the show, and I'll be able to instruct you on what you need to do the same way, and you'll be hearing the shit breaking and all that. Um, so you could turn it up. That will be – I want to say that I'm going to probably do that show on a Sunday. So don't quote me on that, but as of right now, because I feel like it is a spiritual thing, so I feel like if you don't go to church, that's not something you should be embarrassed about. Your church is whatever domain that you're in and where you choose to worship and what you choose to worship. Some of us worship Instagram. That is our God. Some of us worship the nail salon. That is our God, because that's where we choose to spend the most time, you know, away from our family. So it was on me, and it had been on me for a while, that once the weather broke, my uh, family and I would go up to see my other family in Pittsburgh, my Uncle Dennis, Aunt Nina, Aunt Karen. I have a set of twin aunts, Carmen and Carla, mm. my Uncle Michael, who's the preacher uncle. And if you guys are following me on Instagram, at miss.d.scott, you will see that I rolled up on my uncle and them, literally just popped into town. So my truck, it, it's almost time, you know, and she she did a hell of a job getting there, but I'm giving that jeep to my son when he turned 16 so we're a year and a half out now so i'm trying to hold off and and quite honestly because i want a maserati i'm not gonna lie i'm not going to sugarcoat shit i'm not gonna you know what i mean like you know be like oh you know modest about the shit i want to fuck a maserati i want to i think it's called a ghibli and i like it i think it's cute i think that for the children that we are going to end up having, I think that two car seats will fit just fine in the back because y'all know I was not going to leave this earth without having a daughter mm. or another son because I love my son. So I want the Maserati. So as we drove to Pittsburgh, my little tink tink, and she's just used to going back and forth to work. We've taken her on a couple of trips down to Atlanta, Pittsburgh, you know, just back and forth to Canada. There's something going on with her, and I, my car is, uh, my truck is called Little Red Riding Hood, Little Red Riding in the Hood, and it, it, she just started acting crazy. So anyway, we get to my uncle's. He's happy to see us, and he's one of those uncles. He calls you at like 3.15, 3.30, you know, 3 o'clock, whatever time it is, it's on the dot. He's like, y'all coming? So we get there, him, you know, I I can call her Aunt Shelby. You know, they they've been married for years. And um, we get there, and he's excited, and he's visibly lost some weight because both my uncle and my aunt um, battled with cancer at the same time, were diagnosed right around the same time uh, last year around uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, so they they had some battles, and um, they both went through chemo. They both came out on top. 
had my own issue with that, which my family, you know, we all talked about it and just, you know, we're just thankful. And um, my uncle, a lot of times what happens when you're in chemo is it breaks down the body's immune system. So any disease you can get, you're not allowed to have pepper. You're not allowed, you know, there's just a lot of shit that you're not allowed to do. Fresh flowers, you're not allowed to have dust. You have to keep that to a minimum. So he caught pneumonia. Um, my uncle Dennis, who I was named after, and uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that we almost lost him. If we wouldn't have, you know, if my aunt and I hadn't been there and supportive of him and family, uh, figuring out what was going on, and uh, my aunt Karen, she lost all her hair. But the good news is, she was at my little chocolate cousin Stephen's uh, house in New York, well, in New Jersey, and uh, they were in Iceland. And so it just it makes me happy because she was with their son. And I say Stephen is my little, but he's my, he's grown as hell. He's married. You know what I'm saying? His wife's beautiful. His son's beautiful. And hopefully we'll see them um, when we're in Brooklyn in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, I get there. And literally the whole trip was literally just to hang out with my family and just literally to see everybody. There was no, like, hey, let's go to dinner and just – you know, my grandmother's been gone. We ended up, you know, the house that we grew up in, all of us, 3233 Gorman Way, is no more. And um, so, you know, you just, when you see Big Mama's gone and when you see your grandfather's gone, you know, the family, I feel, starts to deteriorate when you don't have that matriarch and that patriarch there. And so it's like someone else is appointed. And, um, you know, as family, we always stick together. So my Uncle Dennis, he is himself, and we're hanging out. We're having some drinks, and everything's cool. And then I go see my Uncle Michael. And something that I wanted to share with you guys is that, you know, I've been going through a lot of changes and just, you know, trying to walk in my purpose. And now it comes to a place in life where it's like if I don't do what God and the gods are telling me to do, it's like I'm I'm going to get punched in the face, like in life, you know. And I didn't know there was an actual name for it, but I'm going to get to that with Ken Constantino. And um, so I was talking to my uncle, and we were talking about the fact that I went to, with my girlfriend Carolyn, one of my, my, my good girlfriends, my work wife, and she was going through something. And so I took her out to Lilydale. That didn't work because a lot of people don't understand the difference between a psychic, a medium, just a reader, a seer. There, it's just there's all very many different gifts um, and we all have them. It's just that some of us tune them out, you know, and we don't pay attention. And then some of us just live this existence where we don't believe in that, and so our gifts never work. I'm not one of those people. My gifts have been working for a long time, and I've just been trying to figure it the fuck out because it's, 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 it's getting to a place where it's like this is ridiculous. Like this is what the fuck. So I cannot make this shit up. I have to tell you all this story. So before Pittsburgh, I take my girlfriend, Carolyn, literally the day before we go to Pittsburgh, and I call it Soulful Sunday, and I love Sundays. And Carolyn, you know, was going through a hard time, and I said, okay, that lady didn't work. I'm going to go take you to see this psychic lady. Her name is Bernice Golden. Now, everyone knows in this community that Bernice Golden has been sick for a long time. I can't make this shit up. Let me just tell you how spirit works. So I find online this flyer that says she's going to be at this psychic convention. So, of course, I want to take Carolyn with me. And I said, okay, 
It's here. We're going to get there about 1 o'clock. Now, the night before that, we were invited to go on a boat trip, okay? Friends of ours had a boat. matter of fact, they got two boats. So come hang out. You know what? I really don't want to take off from work. I don't want to do that. It's a distraction. It's a no. We're going on that. We're going to the second convention so you can see Bernice Golden so you can get whatever the fuck it is that you're going through off. I'm going to take you. So I can't make this shit up. She goes, well, you know what? It's supposed to rain all day on Sunday anyway. So here it is, Sunday. We wake up. We've been up all night working, okay? We wake up, get in our car. We have her her five-year-old daughter with us, six. And we go to the place where Bernice Golden is supposed to be. We get there, and it's locked. And I said, shit, today is Sunday the 30th, right? And she says, no. So I look at the flyer again, and I can't make this shit up, y'all. The shit was from 2017, okay? <laughs> I'm looking at a flyer from 2017, okay? And God bless Bernice Golden because she, um, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, she took a fall, broke her hip, and then from there she hasn't been recovering so well. So I'm like, fuck. No. I said, today is Psychic Sunday now. We're going to figure out where the fuck we're going to go and whatever psychic you talk to, that's that's it, that's it, that's what it's going to be. So she goes and gets gas. We pull over. This is the day before we go to Pittsburgh. And I have to work this night. And I say, I'm going to sit here until we find a psychic. You'd be surprised that on Yelp <laughs> you can find psychics. So something popped in my head and said Elmwood Avenue because I was getting hungry. And I said, well, you know what? Why don't we just go down Elmwood? There's a lot of weird shit over there. I'm sure we'll find something. So sure enough, I called at least, I can't make this up, I called at least 10 psychics. Nobody works on Sundays, okay? Because a lot of these people, that's their side gig. They do it out of their home, whatever. And when I say psychic, I don't mean like crystal ball. I mean, I'm sure they have them, but I mean like tarot cards, shit like that. That's intuition. That's intuitive shit. That mixed with your natural ability gives you the reading that you get. So she says, yeah, let's go to Elmwood. So this place called Strange Brew was open, okay? And I said, okay, well, it says here it's open till 5. Let's go. It's about 2 o'clock. And then we'll get something to eat after. We pull up, and this shit is literally on Elmwood, which is what popped in my head in the first fucking place. And then when I looked at the phone number to the place. I said, this is one of the places I called, but they didn't answer the phone. I can't make this shit up. We pull up, and I go, yo, this shit don't even look like it's open. And she's like, no, no. There's, like, some some lights in the window. I'm like, okay. We walk up. The shit says, Monday through Saturday. Saturday through Monday. Or no. Yeah, Saturday through Monday, um, 12 to 5. I'm like, fuck, there's no Sunday hours. They're closed. So we're getting ready to walk away. And I looked in the door. It looked dark. It didn't look like nobody was in there. Can't make this shit up. Her daughter opens the fucking door and walks in. Right? Okay, this is the place. 
I walk in. It literally looked like Tilda's office off Luke Cage. And if you don't watch Luke Cage, he's a black superhero. He's on Netflix. You should. It's filmed in Harlem. And Tilda was pretty much a root worker in the sense of the old alchemy style with herbs. So there's all these jars of herbs. Okay. I have been looking for a Tibetan bell for my Reiki class to divide it up in between the time when we're raging and the time when we're being calm. Dude, everything was right there. So I start talking to the lady. She goes and gets the lady from the back and says, can she do two readings today? The lady says yes. And so next thing you know, my girl goes back. She comes out. She's crying. I I can see immediately that something was lifted from her. Yo, I can't make this shit up. When we first walked in, the lady was holding like a slab of wood, and I don't know what they're called, but she carves on the back of the wood a series of letters. And on the front was a dragon. Can't make this shit up. When my girlfriend saw it, she goes, oh, that's my tattoo. Lifts up her shirt and shows us the tattoo, which I knew she had. I just didn't put two and two together. Yo, from the tail all the way up, same shit. She she bought it on site. That's what I mean when I say when you're not, like, I know better. So I knew that that day we needed to go get a reading, okay? And it wasn't just for me. It was for my friend. She felt better. It is what it is. And, again, let's be clear. When people are doing your tarot and your cards and shit like that, your fate changes every single day, every single minute of the day. When you wake up in the morning, that's why I tell people, start with gratitude, not attitude. Instead of me waking up in the morning like I did in my 20s and 30s, like I'm about to punch this motherfucker in the face, I wake up and say, you know what, what is it can I, that I can do for myself? Can I have these feelings that I want to punch you in the fucking face? So that means I got to have a protein shake, eat some fucking oatmeal, run 10 miles, whatever I need to do. It's really a personal responsibility, and it's a low-level vibe, super low-level vibe. So it's my turn to go back there. And I won't get into all what was said, but it affirmed everything that was going on with me with, you know, my my, my marriage coming up, with, you know, the wedding and um, children, and a move. So, you know, to hear that, it was just a confirmation. But in addition to that, she sprinkled some extra shit on. And she says, "Um, I I can't make this shit up, y'all. So y'all know that I have issues with darkness. We all do. And especially coming from the 716, a lot of us girls not cater to darkness, but we come from that. So, you know, if we can get out of here, you know, that that's just a level of hope that we have, but we're still dark. And I've always said that, you know, a lot of girls, like when I was going to school in New York City, when I was going to Pace University, and then even when I went to Pitt, they would always be like, you know, I'm from the Bronx, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm from Niagara Falls. Like, motherfucker, our per capita murderers are, are, are fucked up. You know, a motherfucker get AIDS in my town, everybody got it. And at the end of the day, we grew up fighting niggers, not bitches. Most of us fought our dudes. We didn't fight each other. We fought our dudes because they was whooping our asses. So I come from that type of environment. So she was telling me about my affinity and just about how I've been there when, 
numerous people have passed and gone, which I'm calling it now transcendence, which is also the name of Shan's play. And so she says, have you ever heard of a death do? And I say, yeah, that's crazy that you say that because Erica Badu just talked about it. And she's like, no, 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 it's a real thing. And basically what a death doula is is it's a person that sits with people and is with people when they are leaving. And when she told me that that is something that I might need to look into, it was crazy because I feel like I was already doing that for years. You know, I write about it with my father. You know, I write about it with, well, I will be with this book coming up, Black Girls Book of Shadows, with my mom. I write about it with my grandmother. I write about it with Shan. So, you know, and even the, it's just, it's fucking crazy. It's just, it's fucking crazy. So I didn't know anything about it. And there's all these conversations about death positive. And, and I left there crying because when I was telling her about the book, because, you know, she told me, I don't tell these motherfuckers nothing. I'd be like, no, nah, what's your name? That's all you get. I don't wear jewelry. I don't do anything that signifies any fucking thing. And this woman, her name was Onyx. She must have kissed me, forehead kissed me at least three, four times. And we talked about, you know, my businesses and the new things that I'm doing because, some of us, you know, I, I I wasn't called to do the job that I'm doing right now, but it was necessary, okay? My calling is now about to supersede what it is that I do to get money, which is a lot of things. I have a lot of businesses. And it's funny because I had somebody tell me today, like, you know, I don't see where your money be at. And I'm like, you're not supposed to, motherfucker. If If you could see where I fucking spend my money, then I've done something wrong, Motherfucker, like that's that's real talk. That and again, that's because I'm almost a decade older than this person that was telling me this. Because I'm like, when I go get a Maserati, just know that I probably could have bought three more if I wanted to. You understand what I'm saying? And it's not the books. It's just it's just because I'm trying to work hard and I'm trying to make the proper investments in time and money to make sure that everybody in my family is okay. So that when I do make the commitment to move forward with my life you know, with my love and everything else, that that's what it is. And so we get into this conversation about death doula, and it was very important for me when I got to Pittsburgh to talk to my Uncle Michael, who was a preacher, because it's almost like, and and it's so crazy because I, I look for his approval in these storms, you know, and he has prayed for me many times. He actually married me on my first uh, marriage. And... um I told him I got ordained because a lot of people don't know that I, I got ordained some months back. And I, <clears throat> I got ordained specifically to do funerals or to marry people of same sex or people that just loved each other that maybe couldn't get married and to give last rites. But for the most part, I became ordained, A, because I was born in this, but B, because I don't like the way that death is being handled. So when she was telling me about the death doula situation, it really is causing me to educate myself in that and try to make people aware that these are just natural transitions in life. And if I can help somebody, then that's probably the thing, the biggest thing that I'm called to do because it's been around me this whole time. So I went to my uncle, and I was kind of scared to tell him that I got ordained. And then, you know, he looks at me and he says, well, what took you so long? He said, you know, and he he's an evangelist, so he's somebody that actually had churches. Like, that's what he did. You know, my Aunt Angela, you know, all like it, it's, you know, 
all the kids and everything. He's a preacher for real. I said, I'm not interested in a church. And then my Aunt Angela, you know, and she's gifted too, she said to me, you know, some of us are to preach, to teach, to heal. And then she said something else. And that really made sense because not everybody that's a minister or that's ordained, like I still cuss. Y'all know I love the cussing pastor, Thaddeus Matthew, who rocks my shit. We get ready to redesign him some new shit that he can wear. And he, to be honest with you, he'll probably be at my reception because I'm not doing a traditional wedding. I will do, I will likely be married where my fiance lives and then we will come here and have the reception and the party for the city and, and do what we do. So having that confirmation from my uncle, made me feel so much better because when I was telling them about death and the reason that I wanted to do is because with funerals in mind and especially the way that my mother's wasn't handled so delicately, then it started resonating with me that this whole time, you know, I I worship and I follow Santissima Muerte. I'm going to Mexico to celebrate these Day of the Dead, you know, Dia de los Muertos and all these things, and it's like it's just not a game to me and I'm just trying to learn as much as I can, but this isn't, and it's funny because my uncle was like, Denise, this is nothing new to you. You know, you, you've been in the church, you know about death, you know about watching people die, you know everything that you need to know, you already know, and you just need to sharpen what you need. And so now that just, I don't know if y'all know what that's like, but these, like, I'm close with my family, so these ain't my, like, my uncles put me down on game. Like, so my uncles wasn't the uncles that was like, oh, you're just so pretty and frilly. Nah, they were telling me, like, niggas ain't shit. Like, <laughs> you know, this is what this motherfucker trying to do. You know, these are my grandfather's sons, you know. So they always treated me like I had some damn sense. Like, you might can get them. You're not going to get this one. And they were very protective. Like, it, it, it wasn't going down. You, you, None of this that shit that happened to me here that a lot of people didn't know that happened, none of that shit would have happened in Pittsburgh, and it wouldn't happen had my brothers known. A lot of shit goes on in my life that I don't tell my brothers about because I don't want them to get involved because I'm the oldest and I'm the older sister. So we left Pittsburgh with a sense of, I mean, I saw my cousin Brandon. I talked to my cousin Bridget Dead. I saw my cousin Desra. I was hanging out with my Uncle Lou. And, you know, my Uncle Lou is, is you know, he's within his own right. His father was one of the deans of Howard, you know, Howard University. My nieces go there. So it's just, it's crazy. And then my son got to politic with Uncle Lou and then my stepdad's with us. And we stayed at this amazing house on the north side, which is actually where, um, my ex-husband and I lived when we actually conceived our son. So it just it just was a lot. And then we, we rolled out. And guess what happens? Anytime something is going good with Denise, guess what happens? My car decides, she says, you know what, fuck y'all. She went 40 miles an hour all the way home. <laughs> it took us seven hours to do a four-hour drive. And literally within 24 hours after we got home, she was fine. And... I learned in my calling, in my true calling, to be a service to other people that these are just the little side effects of when you're doing the right thing. And my uncle Michael literally, and people don't know how much they you you don't you got to be pay attention to the things that you say to people every day because I can remember conversations with my uncle 20 years ago where he told me right before he got ordained because he went to like theology school and all that other shit like it was serious he you know went to school down there in Alabama. And, you know, my, my family is very prevalent down in Alabama as well. 
the Arringtons, and um, I remember him telling me, if there was no adversity, that means you're on the wrong path. So when you start having adversity, that means that you're trying to make a change and you're trying to get to something else. And spirit, you know, he calls them demons, doesn't want you to have that. So we come home from Pittsburgh. You know, I also found, you know, my ring. And, you know, a lot of people didn't know I've been engaged for months, months. And we were deciding on what ring that I wanted because I know that he wanted to get me something amazing. And, I, you know, obviously I don't care. You know, I'm just like, this man loves me, I love him, and then we'll just do what we do. And so I was trying. I really was, y'all. I was trying to just say, I'll just, you know, take a simple band. And, he, had, you know, he has money. He's, he's, he works. He's, he's an engineer. He's, you know, or what does he call himself? An analyst. And I, I don't know what he calls himself, but in my mind, you're an engineer. You'd be making shit. And he, um, no kids, you know. So, you know, he buys butter that's like fucking $8 and shit. So the money was never an issue. I just didn't want that for this marriage. And look look what called me. The Clark Building calls me. You know, Frost and Company, shout out to them. And um, shout out to Deborah today. I, I definitely want to make a shout out to Deborah before I forget. We went horseback riding today, and it was something that I had put in the universe not even two weeks ago. And literally out the blue. I mean, she took us in. She had us out on the trail. She is the cutest woman ever. Like, I literally told Saladin today, I said, it's like she's like a little black lady, like your light-skinned aunt. So super, super thankful to um, Sparks uh, Equestrian LLC out on Grand Island. We went uh, horseback riding out there. It was fucking amazing. I can't wait to go back. Her and her husband, they were Super, super dope, super nice, and we'll definitely be back. And I rode Jake, like Jake from State Farm. But, um, and because I was feeling my mama today, feeling, you know, my granddaddy today. So, um, back to the calling situation. Um, you know, my uncle would tell me, like, if you don't have this adversity. So I remember we're walking downtown. It's me, my cousin Charles, like all of us, and um, my stepdad, and I said, you know what, let me just go in the Clark building. And, of course, I go into old jeweler. And, they, and they've done a lot of work for me. They've, they've done anything from earrings because they're, they're really affordable. And um, I found the ring, you know, and they're, my diamond is black, like my soul, so y'all say, or like the darkness that I exude. But it is what it is. And so it's, it's the show is basically to tell you that – we have to start our days with gratitude, not attitude. And when you are called to do something, it's literally going to whoop your ass until you do what the fuck you're supposed to do. And there's consequences. You know, people think that in this lifetime, like, you know, oh, what's done in the dark will come to the light. Not always, but there's always going to be a consequence that only you and God or you and the, and the demons know what's going on. And you guys have to understand that. Part of what I'm trying to get across to people with this Raging Reiki class is that far too many times we acknowledge our light angels. You know, oh, it's so beautiful, and it's light, and the angel wearing white, and we don't acknowledge our dark angels, you know, because that's really all a demon is, right? That's what we call them. You know, every goddess that I choose to acknowledge, whether it be Callie, whether it's Ezra Lee Dantor, Ezra Lee Frida, or, or Santissima Muerte, they, they were all called demons in some 
language, shape, or form, they're all called demons. And they've not been this way to me, you know. So when you get your calling, you're going to know. Because first it's going to hit you with a pebble, then it's going to be a rock, then it's going to be a boulder. And we'll get into what Ken Constantino told me about uh, shaman's disease, which, you know, that that was something. I, it's crazy because it's like I knew that there was something like that that existed, but I didn't know that that's what me and my significant other, at the, you know, currently are were going through at the time. So, guys, it's all love and light, but sometimes, you know, darkness is necessary, and everything is about transcendence. You know, the opposite of life is not death, just like the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference, and I think that in acceptance of certain things that we can accept that transcendence is something that's going to come from all of us. You know, all of us are going to go through it. And we can't get to the next level until we can get over that. And there are so many mental illnesses and people on drugs and people killing themselves every day because they're trying to get to that death quicker and sooner, you know. And I just I want to be a little bit of hope so that you don't have to do that. But stay tuned. I promise y'all I'm going to try to be on here next week. But if I'm not, just know it's because I'm writing Black Girls Book of Shadows. Y'all, it's some fire shit in there for y'all. I can't wait for y'all to see it. I'm literally going to break myself in half and bleed out just so that y'all can understand that you're not alone out here with any of this shit. You know, not not any of us. But I want to play a song that I when I heard it, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my son, because now he's becoming a music buff, was trying to break it down as to who this was and so on and so forth. So I want to play the song that's called When. Because in the end, as long as you're doing what you call to do, whatever that is, if you're a light worker, if you're a dark worker, if you tangle with demons, if they, they cool with you, all you could do is win, and that, that's it. Johnny Big Redemption Life. Know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way.
Lieutenant Manura. I'm riding with the toaster. Twelve better not pull me over. over. Championship going dumb. Whoa, Nothing to something whoa, I won, whoa. bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.